Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Alrighty, 12.02 back on The Fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney Show. We're going all in. Hopefully you guys enjoyed Rodon. We'll uh, give you a chance to react to that. Right now, we're going to go all in. I'm going all in on this. I need answers. I need answers. I, You know, it, it's one thing to get the answer that you don't want to hear. That, that, that could be or see. That could be painful. I get it. Uh, but it's better than not knowing. And it's better than guessing. And I am of the mindset at this point, and I know that Zach made some plays last week that made us, you know, squirm again. And he's still not seeing things that he needs to see. And he's still not processing things quickly enough. I know. I'm not a Wilson apologist, but I am a realist. And I understand when you draft somebody second overall, you're going to give them a chance to succeed. So, T, I'm all in on this. And and I love Mike White's story, and I know his teammates love him, and I respect Mike. But no matter what happens tonight, I am rolling Zach out in Seattle, down in Miami, get as many reps on film that I could splice up and analyze this offseason to finally get the answer on him. Because the last thing you want is to go into next season, eh, think you know about Mike White, think you know about Zach Wilson, give me at least one answer. Can he play? I can't even say finally get an answer because it's not as if you're going to determine in the next three games whether or not he's that guy. I think it's still going to take an offseason and probably some some time next year before you really have a thought on whether or not you want to pick up that fifth-year option, which you have to decide before the 2024 season. Um, So for me, I'm all in on the Jets needing to win and find any way possible to win. Now that can be with Zach. He played winning football last week, but if it's not Zach and he's, and he's taking this team that is right on the precipice of being good because of the skill position players on offense, because of the depth and the, uh, the effectiveness of their secondary and their front level on defense, you got to do whatever it takes to win. If that means, 
putting Zach on the bench if he plays really poorly, then you got to do that. Now, it's not really an option today because Mike White's not available, and the last thing you want to go to is is my, is uh, Joe Flacco. But if Mike White is available, he's got to be an option for you going forward, even if you don't ultimately get answers. The challenge today is that they're playing, that is tonight, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars and the number one overall pick who picked right above Zach Wilson is Trevor Lawrence. They all have talked about this. It's annoying when you compare, but they're going to get compared to one another. Number one pick, number two pick in last year's draft, they're going to get compared. Uh, and Trevor is on a an explosive recent trajectory, uh, while Zach White or Zach Wilson has kind of stagnated from some of those moments that he had over the last couple of years. Now, if you miss it, I gave the projected finish totals for uh, Lawrence, 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, and he has been on a run. Since week nine, the highest rated quarterback in the NFL, Zach is the worst. So that is obviously something the Jets are processing. And I just want as many reps this season as we could humanly get and then make you, you make the most intelligent, uh, educated decision this offseason. All right, we're inside of our Town Fair Tire studio here. Our friends at Town Fair mind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. What are you guys all in on? What do you react to? 877-337-6666. Let's get Jimmy in Newark on the fan. Jimmy, what's up? Jimmy. Jimmy, what's up, dude? All right, Jimmy. Jimmy's not available. Come on, man. Doesn't want to chat. Come on, Jim. He's not all in. He's, he's all out. Even, he's not even all there. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's in Oceanside. What's up, Adam? Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, fellas. Yes, so, sir. Merry B- Christmas. BT, BT you uh, probably were late. Here's my concern with Zach Wilson. He reminds me of, like, Chuck Knobloch and Steve Sachs. You know, two guys who were unbelievably talented players but couldn't do the easy stuff. Mm. So I'm concerned and I remember Eli Manning once that the owner said, I think he's he's got too much happy feet back there, and that was after year three or whatever. Tiki can relate to that. Yep. Um, I'm just concerned, like, does it magically happen? Like, it, I don't know if it was magic for Eli. How are we going to get rid of this? Hard work. Hard work. Is that... Is that all it is? That's usually what it is with anything, don't you think? There, yeah. Adam, hard work. I mean, a lot uh, of it is experience. It's, it's, it's experience, right? You just get you got to experience it and grow from. I guess some. I don't want to say the failure because that just it sucks because not everybody has to go through failure. Pat Mahomes didn't go through failure and he just kind of figured it out. Mm. Russell Wilson, as bad yeah, as he is right now, he didn't really go through failure. No, but he was insulated because they had a great run game and a great defense around him. Now, in theory. Zach Wilson kind of has that. That that's the path he could potentially follow. The Russell Wilson one. Now the expectation is vastly different because Russell's a late round pick, whereas Zach is the number two overall in the first round. But there still has to be growth, and it's not going to happen with him sitting. But I'm arguing that's 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 not consequential. The Jets got to win, right? And they got to focus on winning now. You can't just kick it down the road and saying, "Yeah, we'll be back next year." I hate that narrative. You know, uh, we'll get them next year. You, know, you don't know. You might not have the, uh, yeah, the same I'm, circumstances. I'm with, you. I'm with you. I'm just concerned. I just don't know how he gets over this inability to throw, you know, a 15-yard swing pass. Or, yeah. You know, his talent is undeniable. He's got a cannon of an arm. He can run. I'm just not sure how they're going to get him to not miss the so-called easy ones. Hard work. There's no shortcuts, Adam. I mean, you know that that's probably not the most creative answer, but it's you got to roll up your sleeves and you got to fix this mess. I get it. You know, the thing with Saxon and Navi, 
And I've heard some people say this. Teek, I think you even said this. I'm not sure if I subscribe to this. I think it's more footwork. You've heard some people say, oh, Zach's got the yips. And even if he does and whatever, I'll let, you know, quarterback gurus or whatever, you know, people who play the game, whatever. A psychologist wait on that. I don't know. He's just, he's not playing well. That's what I see. But Sachs and Nobby absolutely had the yips because there was no evidence when they first came up. Mm-hmm. They were all-stars. Steve Sachs was great with the Dodgers, and Nobby was amazing with the Twins. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they couldn't throw the ball straight. So yeah. it kind of it infiltrated their mind space, that was and the it rewired one. their brains. Yeah, Knobloch was the oddest one I think I've ever seen. He, just... You know he hit Keith Olbermann's mom? Do you, do you remember that? Keith Olbermann's mom was hit. He's a big Yankee. I think she passed away, so rest in peace. But yeah. I, think, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was at Yankee Stadium. Oh, if you remember this, when Chuck Knobloch threw an errant one and it actually hit Keith Olbermann's mom? I do. I forgot. who. I didn't realize it was Keith Olbermann's mom yet, but yeah, I remember what because he, he was so bad, he just threw it to the stands. Yeah, he was. He uh, couldn't find it. I, that, to me, is un- unbelievable that that could happen. Well, I'll tell you, it's it's not. Um, and not to bore you with this, I'll certainly try to keep it under 30 seconds. I, I do get this, like, so I don't know how it happened, and I don't know really when it happened. some point, I, I developed this hitch in my golf swing. Hmm. and Not not a Charles Barkley hitch. Well, no, no, God. <laughs> I mean, no. No, but to the point where... Stanky leg. <laughs> got the stanky leg. By the way, he's starting to strike the ball know, a little bit now, Charles. Yeah, no, 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 not like that. But, like, I... So, in my basement, like, where I've got my little workout room, I'll keep, like, a couple of golf training aids, like, heavier, whatever, and I'll take some swings, right? And it feels awesome. Like, I don't think about it. I just take these fast, you know, my back doesn't hurt, these fast, pretty pretty good swings. And then I get out on the range or on a box, and as I take it back, I, I actually feel... Like you get stuck? I don't get stuck, but I, I go out instead of coming, and I loop. Oh, I see. And I can literally hit the ball backwards. Oh, it is painful to yeah. watch. Imagine how I feel. It's almost like you're churching it up like a couple levels too far. I, it's not <laughs> that I'm trying to look like a hero. I'm just trying to play functional golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what but, you mean. But I don't know. Like, how did that enter my mind and rewire what seemed, not that I was ever very good to begin mm-hmm. with, but rewire what was a fairly repeatable, easy act. Somewhat. Golf yeah. is never easy. But you know what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happens to yeah. anybody. Yeah. I don't know. But it does. Clearly, it does. Yes. And it's, 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 but I don't think Zach has that to my no, point. No, he definitely doesn't. And it's, I don't think he's mind screwed at all. I think he just, I, I think it's just a lack of seeing it. It's just not, it's not clear to him. And, you know, after you've done it a lot of times and the, theoretically game slows down nonsense that we always talk about it you just see it like you just know okay this it's going to go in it's going to go right there i could throw this ball and this is where it's going to be now he's just kind of like waiting and throwing it as hard as he possibly can or aiming it yeah or aiming it which is the worst thing you can do because you end up putting it behind the guy yep because you're throwing it a moving target Mm -hmm. so or at barrios's feet yeah no i know i hear you uh, Ralphie's in Howard Beach on the Fan Tiki and Tierney Show. What's up, Ralph? What up, Ralph? Hey, Tiki. Hey, Brandon. How's it going today? All is great. Yourself? Hey, so, guys, I, I listen. I was listening this morning, and I found it hysterical that the guys this morning were talking about Hal Steinbrenner, and he had the nerve to actually say that spending $300 million is, 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 is not equal or it's not fair for the other teams in baseball. We're talking about the owner of the New York Yankees that, have, that has been doing this for decades. When we had the Will Ponds as owners, this was a joke. For how to say that, I mean, I think that's that's a complete. Uh, I couldn't believe it came out of his mouth. 
If another owner on any other Major League Baseball team said that, I could understand it. Uh-huh. But for the Steinbrenner family to say this about the Yankees against Steve and, and Alex Cohen, I was in disbelief. Well, well Ralph, you got you to gotta help me out here because I had a late night. I was down in Philly for St. John's Villanova, so I got back pretty late. So this morning, I usually listen to those guys in the morning. I said, I want to get some music on the ride in. I said, some music. I wanted to wake up a little bit. I didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night. So I don't know exactly what they said. I caught part of the conversation. Hal didn't say that nobody should spend that amount of money. What I think Hal said, Hoff, I need you to make sure I'm right about this, Hoff, or Dove. What I think Hal said was, you shouldn't have to spend $300 million to win a championship. Uh. So I think you're kind of playing on the words, and those are two very different meanings. Now, the issue that I have from a Yankee fan, you shouldn't have to spend $300 million provided that your player development team is good like the Astros. Yeah. And it's not. Uh so then you do have to spend a lot of money. But it also, I think, if if that's how he framed it, you shouldn't have to. It just tells you also what his mindset is. Yeah, we got to pay our guys. We got to pay Aaron Judge. We got to pay uh, Carlos Rodon, who we talked to a little bit ago. You got to pay those guys. But you also have to develop the Volpes of the world, the Parazas of the world, the Cabreras of the world that are in their system. Like It's not all about going out and spending Three hundred and eighty-five million dollars, like Steve Cohen. You should have. You should develop some of your own. Uh, well, I, is I think Alvarez that... going to be on the team for the Mets? Is Beatty going to make I mean, the team? I just saw this. Thing. I just. Saw, doing I, both. Just, I just saw this at lineup for. Tell me if this. I think this was in the post. Okay. This, is, this was in the post. They gave the Mets lineup. They gave. Right, let the, me see if I agree. They, with this. they gave the lineup how it should be. Remember we did it yeah, yesterday, like the you know the the batting order. I didn't see. Can I guess? Yeah. Go ahead. I didn't see it. So right. batting first is Nimmo. Is Nimmo? Yep. I'm putting McNeil too. Mm. That's so, what I'm doing. So they have Lindor too. They have Lindor too. You know, yeah. give me theirs. Go ahead. Let All me, right, let me so hear theirs. Nimmo, Lindor, mm-hmm. Correa, N- Correa three. Nimmo, yeah. Lindor, Correa. Go ahead. Pete Alonso. Yeah. Jeff McNeil. Correa. Starling Alonso, Marte. McNeil. I only bring this up. Yeah, because, Marte. I like him at the six hole. Yeah, that makes the, sense. I to bring me. this up because of who they have in the DH. Alvarez. It's Vogelback and Alvarez. Ah, forget about Vogelback. <laughs> I mean, you go lefty Vogelback. right. Yeah, I get I it. Uh, Who's in the eight hole? Kana. Okay, I mean that's a pretty good eight there. And, and it, I know. And then Omar uh, Navias. Okay, who they, who they just the signed? I mean, let's see. I don't Nim- mind that. No, 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 I'm just Nimmo, Lindor, Speed, Correa, mm-hmm. Presence. Yep. Alonzo four. Mashing. Yeah, I mean, I do like a, a guy who has such great bat to ball skills in the two hole. Yeah. I, I, that's why I'm a huge proponent of having McNeil number two. But uh, you could probably do okay with this as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this will probably generate a few runs. I mean, think about this, Met fans. If we told you a couple of years ago, I mean, because you reset, like so, you got Nimmo and Friendland Door, and then you got Run Dry uh, RBI. You know, I don't even know how to say that. A run producer, run producers. Although Correa has never really been there, he's never had 120 RBIs. No, he hasn't. But if he's in the three hole, and then Door and Nimmo are consistently on base, maybe he will. Mm-hmm. Right? So you get you got RBI leaders there, but then you reset after Alonzo because you have Jeff McNeil and there's Marte's right behind him. Mm-hmm. So you just it it's it's interesting. It makes it really interesting if that's their their lineup. Bucks but got again, some options. That's just the one that was in the post. Today. I got you. Bucks got options. You know, I think that um, as I start to say, and then we actually have the audio from Hal. I'm going to play it for you in a minute. I want to make sure we got that right. So imagine being a Met fan, Hoff, a couple of years ago, and I told you, all right, not that I even knew you a couple of years ago, but you know what I mean. You're going to have a first baseman who smashes 40 bombs in his sleep. Number mm-hmm. one. Your second baseman is going to mess around with a batting title and probably hit 315 or 320 for the next four or five years, however long they sign up for. Maybe more. All right. 
Your shortstop is one of the best all-around shortstops in baseball. Mm-hmm. Your third base is a world third baseman's a World Series champion. I think Correa was the second overall pick back in the day. Former top three or top four major league drafty, uh, <laughs> who's got a championship, and what he's healthy is a star. Uh, and your catcher or DH is the number one prospect in baseball. And oh yeah, by the way, the staff is anchored by two future Hall of Famers. Granted, they're old, but two future Hall of Famers who are horses. And your closer is the best in baseball. Would you be okay with that? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> What's the line from Entourage? Is that something that I can interest you in? The true story? Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, it's a true story. No, listen, I, everything story. that – if you're telling me that Steve Cohen, when he bought this team, this is what we expected, yes, I'm sorry. This is kind of what I, I demanded almost. But you didn't think he'd deliver this much. The Correa stuff had to surprise you a lot. Like I, I know was that, surprised. Yeah, and I was be surprised. I was listen. I you heard me with the Grom stuff. I felt very uncomfortable where they were going. I wasn't sure to see where they are now. This is what I. If I was an owner of a major league baseball team, this is what I would do yeah, if I had too. all this money. So he's actually acting as a fan, which is unbelievable. It's the best. He's the. I think he's the only fan. I mean, listen. Of course, Hal grew up. Thurman's his favorite. Player. I get that, but I don't know. I mean. I'm not going to say he's not a fan. I mean, the guy's been with the Yankees forever with his dad, but he doesn't strike me as the kind of owner who loses sleep with a loss, like a big loss. Because, And I say that because if he did, there would have been bigger moves this offseason when he lost to the Astros again and got swept. I agree. I, I don't think Steve Cohen slept well after the first season where they were under five hundred. Last year making the playoffs and being knocked out in the first round of the wild card. Mm-hmm. I don't think he slept well. I think what are we gonna do to fix this? Because yeah. this is not right. And I get a five you win. He fixed it. Yeah, you he know? did. At least on paper. Now you got they gotta punch through and win and you know that. All right, so we have the house stuff. Go ahead, guys, let's hear it. Well, I will I will say this. First of all, and I said this in March, it's great to have two great New York teams, and we're both going to be great this year. And we were great teams last year, just didn't work out. You're good teams. For different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I just I just think it's great for the city and, and great for the fans. That's true. Um, I was joking with somebody uh, previously that, you know, 10 years ago, you'd always hear me say you shouldn't have to have a $200 million payroll to win a championship. Well, I've modified that slightly to you shouldn't have to have a $300 million payroll to win a championship, because most teams don't. The Astros didn't. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's something. I think it's something to be looked at. Um, another thing I said in March, which I truly believe is, every fan of every team, nobody should have to go to spring training thinking their team has no chance of making the playoffs. I mean, that's just not good for the game, and that's why you know all the owners have worked on competitive balance the last ten years, and why I think competitive balance is considerably better than it was ten or fifteen years ago. If you look at the teams that are in the playoffs or that win their divisions. All right. I mean, I don't have anything salary to cap, rigorously Hal. protest there. Salary yeah. cap, Hal. That's How about a salary floor? Can we start with that? Well, That's what baseball really needs. Yeah, but, I mean, some of these owners just don't. They don't have the revenue. They don't have the wealth. Just, no, they have the wealth, dude. Uh, they have, I, mean, to, to, I mean, to jack it up $25 million more? The Reds owner. $400 million he's worth, the Reds owner. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just... Well, then don't own the team. I, I'm just saying. It just, I'm just, it's just a reality. What's their payroll? What was it like about 30? I'm just yeah. guessing. $38 million. Some, some, what was it? Do you like have that. a number? What, what was their payroll last year, the Reds? I don't, about. I don't remember. Kendrick, the Kendrick for the Diamondbacks, $600 million. All right. Okay. Brewers. Uh, just Adonacio, give me a number on the Reds real quick. Please, can you find that, bud? That's because I want to I make a point. If it's like $38 million, granted, $400 million is a lot less than $13 billion. 
You can't tack on twenty more million dollars. Of course you can. You're right. Half of it off. It's one hundred seven was last year's payroll for the Reds. Yeah, so it's a quarter of his net worth for the wait. Wait for the Reds have they estimated final two thousand two payroll. Uh, two thousand twenty two payroll was one hundred seventy million. The Reds. One hundred seven. Excuse me. One hundred seven. The Reds. The Reds. Yes. Who the, the Reds hell are they paying besides Votto? <laughs> they have to pay lot. somebody. Hundred okay, what Moose, the Moustakis was around. Yeah, but he wasn't making a ton. This year he had, seventy. This said eighteen uh hundred and seven for the Reds. That seems higher than I thought. Either way, all right. But I still give me the basement team. Solano's the four, Cal Farmer, three, Hunter Strickland. It's not a lot. No. But shouldn't add up to one oh seven. Right now the Mets payroll is it with did. with tax is four ninety five and that that's about eleven teams worth. I know, but what was like say the A's year? Were they like forty million? Ish, 50, 60? I mean, here, here's my point. Whatever it is, and it's in that neighborhood, I guess, if you can't tack on 12, 15, 20 more million dollars, you shouldn't own the team. The it's A's, that simple. The A's are 48. All right. They can't afford 60? I mean, you got to get out of the business if you can't. <laughs> Honestly. I, I mean, you can't afford 60 more mil? I don't know exactly what, what's written off. Yeah. I, I threw that statement out there. Half it's written off. That's probably not yeah. true. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But could. You can write some stuff off. It's could. business. He's a billionaire. Orioles were the lowest with 44.8 million. Ugh, that is pathetic for that franchise. But here's the thing. Is, and I, I know we have to take a break real quick. But yeah. How, who is, two, is a $2 billion guy. Oh, they've been who are they bringing over, though? Like, like like the Orioles. Where who are, are they, they spending the money? You mean? They, well, like, like you. Your question right now is, and I, I don't fight. They should be spending money, but who's coming over? Okay, I, well, I, that I can't answer. Who should they have made a move for? Carlos Rodon. I'm happy they didn't. You move the wall back in left field, 25 feet. It's a pitcher's ballpark. Go get a good pitcher. Sure, but he, if he's going to choose between, if the money's similar, he's going to come to the Yankees. That's not the question. You don't know the answer until you at least have a conversation. We just talked about we something. just talked about Carlos Correa. Someone had cold feet there. Was it the was it Correa going to San Francisco where he's going to die out there, or was know. it the fact that the for, the Giants realized we're going to spend three hundred fifty million dollars for thirteen years and the guy that we're going to suck? We're the third best team in the division at best. I think mm-hmm. it might be more that. Yeah, I, and I said that on the show. I think, I think it was definitely that. Yeah, because they were talking about a fibula. I looked. I said I read the article. A fibula injury from. Mm. Fibula, old tip not fib. even not even like the femur, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like a major bone, like a fibula fracture. Mm. 
Oh, because think about it. Cor- Correa's family was at the hotel, and they were fully prepared, <laughs> I, I guess, to, to two hours before. That's ridiculous. I mean, unless like, they ran out of the church like some people do on their wedding day, I think they were going to go through with it and sign and get, get introduced. All right. All right, Tiki and Tierney on the fan. It's 1230 on the button. Uh, if you guys missed our chat with Carlos Rodon, appreciate the Yankees hooking that up and uh, and making that happen for us. Thank you, guys. So if you missed it, free Odyssey app. Uh, or uh, if you want to actually see it, it's going to be on YouTube, the WFAN page. Go check it out. He was great. You know, And I wanted to follow up on a point because we've been so football heavy and bouncing around with that today. <laughs> I, I mean, I certainly don't want to tell the guy what to do, but I, I did tell him. I'm like, listen, be you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it happen. And it happens more in baseball than other sports because football – you know, you blend in one of 11 guys. Yeah. You play once a week. You're going you're to do your thing, right? Too many baseball players. I think too many Yankees more than the Mets because the cultures have been different, right? One more conservative, one just a little more loose, the Mets. You know, I feel like some players come here and they feel like they have to comport themselves a certain way. Yeah. And I'm not talking about effort or diligence or attention to detail. I mean personality, and they stifle who they are. Mm-hmm. And if you're a little bit of a hothead or a loose cannon, please good. be that guy. Be it. Please. They want it. <laughs> yes. We crave it. Don't be different. You know? That's why Verlander is is doing so well over there. That's sure. why he's received so well. Yeah. Despite the bad postseason. But whatever. That is what it is. I mean, but think about the Yankees who, and of course, you know, Jeter and, and, and all the great Yankees, the core four. But those teams like O'Neal. Loose wire. Mm-hmm. Posada, loose wire. <laughs> yeah. Clemens, loose wire. Um, Tino. Tino was tough. Loose wire. You know, Daryl for when he was here, loose wire. You need that. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure he will be, but I just hope he doesn't feel that need to change who he is or how he goes about his business. Just be you. Let's go. 877-337-6666. All right. Uh, back to the phones, take. See what's yep. going on. Let's do it. Let's go to Jr. in Lake George. He's got us up on the free Odyssey app. What's up, Jr.? How you doing? I, I just want to say, first of all, Merry Christmas and God bless to you and your your families. Thank you. And man. I know you don't want to hear it, but this is the best radio in New York and on WFAN in a long time. And I've been listening to this station since then. Sat- well, thank you. That's awesome. Appreciate I thought you, we do want to hear that. Why would we anyway. want to hear that? <laughs> Thanks, anyway, man. I'm back. I'm Zach, before you hang up on me. Yeah. Look, this kid, I know there's a lot of haters out there, and I know it's not you guys. You guys have been pretty fair about it. Yeah, we try he to be. Is not go- he is not going anywhere. He's going to stay there. He's going to get that short game down like Hurts did, like Josh Allen did. It took them over a little over two years to get that short game. Hmm. Oh, I didn't, I didn't clip you there, Jerry. You still there? Night, like he did last year, uh-huh. and he's going to be a great quarterback for the Jets. That's all I want to say. Yeah, no, I know look. you guys want to comment on that. Yeah, you pers- know, so what do yeah, you think? No, look, I think Christmas, he has the potential to be that, Jr. for sure. Where nobody doubts that. And I'm, I, I, look, I'm not saying bench the kid. I'm just saying the Jets have to prioritize winning right now. That's been my stance, and that's what I was all in on at noon today. The Jets have to prioritize winning in this in this moment, unless worry about how do we continue to develop Zach Wilson. I know that's just it's part of it. And again, if he plays like he did last week, which is which was winning football and keeping your team in position to get a win, which he absolutely did. They had to go down and uh and score because uh, they were behind. They go down, they he gets the touchdown, they 
uh, he, he, you know, unfortunately the defense gave up a huge play, and then he had to make a drive. Not all his fault that that didn't come to fruition. A lot of it was really Robert Sala and his use of or lack of use of timeouts. Zach played winning football last week, but if it gets to a point where he's not, or he's not, and he's he's he's, I don't know, horrible. The Jets got to prioritize winning. That's 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 my take for. Obviously tonight, but it's different with tonight because there's not a lot of availability. But certainly in the remaining two games against the Seattle Seahawks and the Miami Dolphins. Listen, there's nothing more divisive than a good old quarterback controversy. There's, you know, you saw this with mm-hmm. Daniel Jones early. It took a long time for Giant fans to change how they perceive him. Most have, uh, and rightfully so. Who knows if Zach's going to enjoy the same fate? But um, you know, the dissection, the daily dissection of quarterbacks, it is what it is. It's the highest profile position in sports, and it's New York, New Jersey. It's not going to change. It is what it is. You know, you get drafted that high, there's going to the heat's coming. Your official station to talk Knicks, the Fan, one hundred one nine FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Download it today. Phoenix lost six straight games. I was listening to the uh, the end of the game coming home from Villanova last night. I tell you, Grimes is the difference maker, Teak. We were talking a lot about Quentin Grimes the other day. He didn't play with his ankle injury. Uh, Knicks fought back. They just didn't have it from the get-go. And then, uh, I mean, Pascal Siakam scored 52 points. Well, there you go. You don't have someone to stop. That was his career high for Pascal Siakam as well. Um, but Van Vliet was good as well. Was, yeah. was good yesterday. RJ Barrett. I mean, his his game is growing on me a little bit these last few. Right, only, be, only, only because he's being smart. Like, why it takes him? I don't know. What are they? Twenty game, twenty something games in. To... Uh seven. I think they're seventeen and fourteen off the top of my head. I yeah. think that's what it is. That sounds but about right. He, he stopped. Like, all right, there's two long defenders. I'm going to drive in there anyways and just get an inefficient shot. He's just, all right, I'm going to pull up, take a J. He made six of them, mm-hmm. six three-pointers. I, I, I like this game the last few uh, you know, few times out. Yeah, if that's who he was all the time, it'd be great. That's he's just so streaky. Not, that's yeah. the issue. Yeah. He, he's, when he has a good game, it's it's pretty evident. He plays well. All right, Teak, let's get to uh, the game tonight. Obviously, the Giants coming up over the weekend. The Ian Rappaport Report brought to you by Kia's season of giving back. Visit kia.com slash season of giving back to learn more. Uh, by Total Orthopedics, the experts are getting you back to being you. By Town Fair Tire, nobody beats Town Fair Tire, nobody. And by Collars & Co., makers of the best polos on the planet. Visit collarsandco.com. Um, this is probably partially Intel, you know, part of a guess on, on your part here, Ian. Level of conviction, uh, either way, that from the Jets organization internally, that that Zach Wilson will actually eventually work out and be the guy next year is. Nah, I mean, I don't think anyone's saying, all right, I'll stake my reputation. He's definitely going to be the quarterback. I think everybody hopes life gets easier for the New York Jets, for everyone in the organization. If Zach Wilson, you know, kind of builds on what he did last week. And I, I really thought last week there were some moments, especially at the end, where you're like, <coughs> excuse me, where you're like, all right, like I can kind of see it. Some big throws, some big moments didn't seem too big some nonsensical things at different times as well. But there was some glimpses last week. And if this continues, then I think it's better for everyone. But would would I say, like, you know, the Jets are going to stake their entire f- 
franchise no matter what this is the guy mm-hmm. i think that ship has long sailed it's more hope now than anything yeah. what do you, i'm sorry but what, what do you think a market could be because the other part of the equation is mike white i mean he's a free agent jets would have to retain him do you anticipate a market because some of the free agents most of the free agents are are garbage i mean they're just d-level quarterbacks outside of you know maybe a trade for rogers brady could be a free agent but it's a, there's a dearth of, of efficient quarterbacks could Mike White actually make $13, $14, 15000000 million? Well, I do think there'll be some legitimate quarterbacks available. I mean, what is the future of Ryan Tannehill hold? I don't know, but would someone want Derek Carr? Mm-hmm. about Carson Wentz? Um, does Marcus Mariota come back? I mean, these are not rock stars. Baker Mayfield, you know, what is he? What, what do yeah. you think he is? Um, there's, so there's some guys that will be in there and play quarterback, but you're right. It's not a star-studded quarterback class, and it really never is. I think Mike White will have options. I think he will have a market. You know, would it be as a starter-starter? I don't think so. But I could see him getting, like, the, you know, $8 million deal that, say, Mitch Trubisky got, for instance. Yeah. Um, You know, and that's, like, real money for someone who's been a backup and cut a couple times. Like, he has earned the right to be – an almost bridge starter and like maybe more got to see it, but maybe more. Yeah. I mean, that's why last week when we talked about this, Ian, it was more Daniel Jones could be really the highest free agent on the market simply because yeah, of the I didn't production. Even mention it, Daniel Jones. Exactly. Yeah. Cause he's, he's obviously a free agent. Do you get the sense or have you heard or is just your opinion that the jets are prioritizing getting Zach the reps necessary to grow or winning? I mean, I think it should be winning because this team has such talent offensively and defensively. Winning has got to be more important than the individual, in this case, the quarterback. Agreed. Uh, I think it's winning. And, you know, the way it's worked out, Zach has gotten the reps, but only because Mike White was injured. If Mike White hadn't broken a bunch of ribs and, you know, both sides of his body, so a really, really painful injury. Mm-hmm. If that hadn't happened, <laughs> excuse me, if that hadn't happened, then I don't think Zach Wilson would be getting near the reps he's getting now. So as it works out, He's getting more reps, which will help him grow theoretically and, you know, kind of fix some of the mechanical issues. Like there's some things that looked better, I think, in part because of the reps. But this is about winning. Um, Just like I think any decision going forward this year with the Jets quarterback situation will be about winning, making the playoffs this year. Plenty of time to get reps in other situations just not at the expense of making the playoffs. Yeah. No, no, let me flip over to the Giants. We talked about, you know, <laughs> Daniel Jones and, you know, I, th- I think the consensus is becoming that he is their guy at least for next year. What does his deal look like? Right? You, you want to avoid, I know they have a ton of cap space relatively speaking, but you want to avoid a one-year $34 million non-exclusive tag deal for your quarterback. But so what would a deal look like? 3 years, 4 years? You know, 20-something, 5 million, 29 million. Like, what does it look like for Daniel Jones? Should they keep him? Yeah, I mean, my guess would be a a little more. Um, You know, probably, you know, maybe in the late 20s, maybe in the early 30s, maybe, yeah, somewhere around there. Probably a short-term deal. Um, And I think, you know, a short-term deal would actually benefit both sides. If you're the Giants, you protect yourself a little bit. Maybe he doesn't develop like he is. Yeah. Um, And you have to say, okay, like, we're going to, you know, try another one. And for him, maybe he does develop. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm glad I took a short-term deal. After two years, I can re-up again. So a short-term deal makes sense. You know, the the interconnectedness of his negotiations, looming negotiations with Saquon Barkley and his negotiations, obviously Saquon, they tried during the season. 
at least that's an indication that that that's one they'd like to be aggressive on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe they do get Saquon done. Maybe they figure out somehow, some way to make that make sense in the market, get Saquon done. And then they have the franchise tag with Daniel Jones. And you could say like, this is around what the tag is going to be. Can we make a deal based around this? Uh, and how would work? Yeah, no, I think you know when you when you look at this Giants team, so much of it is guys like Daniel Jones and Saquon stepping up, and defensively, Kayvon started to get that way. But so much of the the credit has gone to this coaching staff. What what do you think the odds are Dable winning Coach of the Year this year? I know there's some others out there: Kevin O'Connell, Mike McDaniel, <laughs> right? He, Soriano, Soriano. Uh, I'm serious, Soriano. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, Sirianni. So like, there's there's a lot of good candidates. Where does Dable sit? Yeah, I don't think there's a very good chance that he gets it, um, but he should because I think one of the frustrating things about, I don't know, basically all these awards, I'm not, full disclosure, not the biggest fan of all these awards mm-hmm. because too often it's like you ride the emotional wave of whatever's going on right now. Yeah. So it's like MVP, you know, to me, like Jalen Hurts should probably be the MVP. And people are like, well, if he misses the last couple of games, does that take away? And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> he literally did everything he needed to do. They're going to be the number one seed, probably. Like, yeah, he has a shoulder sprain in week eighteen, and now it's not good enough. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, if if the coach of the year was taken based on what everyone felt in week like seven, then Dayball would definitely get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he deserves like serious consideration because if you took the talent on the roster and you said which coach had the best win loss percentage. Based only on the talent on the roster. It's absolutely yeah. Dable. No question about it. Dable. Who else could it be? It's Brian Dable by a mile. Right? Yeah. So, I, I don't think he'll get it, but I, I definitely think he should. That's Me fair. Uh, so we're talking to Ian Rappaport, and he's with us here on The Fan every week, Tiki and Tierney Show. Well, coaches who definitely aren't getting the award and may even get a pink slip. Kingsbury, Bowles, I think everybody knows Bowles is just, uh, let's be honest, the coordinator. Hackett's a mess. Uh, Staley, you hear some chirping out there. Uh, you know, Black Monday is historically bloody. Do we see the same amount of bodies? Is it the usual seven or eight, or is it a little less this year? What do you think? Feels like a little bit less. Um, and now, you know, the last three weeks of the season can change a lot. I've seen it plenty of times. You know, people, there are some people who thought Joe Judge would be safe last year. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. That's and true. he was most certainly not safe. Um, so I don't foresee a huge, huge you know, amount of openings. My guess would be in the five or six range, mm-hmm. which would be somewhat normal, but a little bit low. And we've had, you know, last year, I think we had 10, including the Arians in, you know, March or whenever that was late, late, yeah. late, late. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that it'll be Sean like that. Sean Payton was late too. Yep. Sean Payton was late too. That's right. Um, you know, now, so you mentioned the Chargers. If that happens, which I'm given no indication it will, but if that happens, it would be probably after they make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, like how do you get rid of a second-year coach if he makes the playoffs? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but, you know, Kingsbury, there'll be a decision there. Hackett, I think probably a decision there. You know, Lovey Smith, the team's terrible, but they've done pretty well over the last couple of weeks. So I, I, my guess is, you know, five or six, but I'm not sure where the sort of surprise. Oh, well, I got one for what, what about what if Dallas just flames out in horrific playoff fashion and lose – 37 to 10. How do you justify bringing back McCarthy? Yeah, I think Dallas is one where, you know, I don't think he's going to get fired. I really don't. Mm -hmm. But if they do lose in the first round of the playoffs, that's the, all the storylines are going to be what happens to Mike McCarthy. That's it. Yeah. Um, And, 
you know, would it be fair to fire him? Probably not. They have a lot of talent on the roster. I mean, that is, you know, them and the Eagles, you look at top to bottom, like that is talent. That They got some ballers. Yeah. So they should go deep in the playoffs. If they don't, we'll see what happens. Happy holidays, buddy. Enjoy it. Um, you're not getting a lot of downtime, obviously, with games over the weekend. But enjoy it with the family. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Ian. I will enjoy the holidays watching football. <laughs> That's right. It. Nothing wrong with that, buddy. Have a good one, man. All right. There you go. Yeah, I mean, the other thing with Dallas, too, Dak, is, Dak has been... Dak uh, has been bad. He's uh, got interceptions in each of his last four games and multiple in the last two. Pick six to yeah. end it. I mean, I, he's... He, he was confounding when we were trying to figure out what he's worth. And I think some of the mixed results you're seeing now, this is part of the well, reason why we debated what we debated. But you know what it is? He's exactly him. what we thought he was. I, I don't disagree. Like this confounding, he's good some days yep. and he's horrendous others. I mean, he's mostly middle of the road, but he's going to make a mistake here or there. He thinks he's got a little of that hero in him that we always talk about and we, we killed Zach Wilson for, making dumb throws because he feels like he can squeeze him in. It, Dak does that every week, it feels like. But he didn't. But he gets away with it. Used to do that. I, I know it's he didn't. become well, more you know pronounced why? now. And it's it's weird because early on he didn't because he didn't have to because Zeke Elliott was leading the league in rushing, right? Mm. 15, 1,600 yards. It's 1,800 yards. I think he had one year, Zeke. And you could say, well, Zeke's not the same player, but Tony Pollard's rushed for 1,000 yards, and Zeke is 230 yards away from rushing for 1,000 yards. So they actually probably have a better running game than he ever had when he wasn't making those mistakes. So why is he – he's trying to be a hero. He's trying to be the man, trying to be the catalyst for why the Cowboys win, and it's causing them to be in precarious situations against teams they should be destroying. Like On paper, they should be killing the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tennessee Titans. Jags beat them. Even the Giants that first game and the second game, the Giants scored that late touchdown yeah. to get that backdoor cover. They lost yeah. by eight. I, I know that they were losing by 15, whatever yeah. it was, but – and you know, let the Giants hang around kind of twice. Yeah, they're just, it's just something. something's off there. Yeah. And no, I don't I know if it's a coach or if it's Dak or you wh- think whatever he, maybe, is. is he fully recovered for the ankle injury? I don't know. Nobody oh. ever brings that up. I mean, he doesn't seem to be quite the same since he came back. Yeah, he doesn't move the same. That's right? true. He doesn't try to. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. And that was a part of his game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.